Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of The Wedding Dish, the podcast where we chat with real married or engaged couples, wedding pros in the DMV area, and we read listeners' stories about all things wedding. You'll hear tips, tidbits, funny stories, because sometimes you've just got to laugh at life's craziest moments. That's Sarah Alipin, owner of District Bliss and co-owner of Photos from the Hardy. And that's Steph Norton, entrepreneur and producer of The Wedding Dish. We're coming at you from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, D.C. over Full Service Radio. And we've got Clouseau, our Frenchie, over here in uh, his little podcasting co-host seat. So today, we will be hanging out with Rebecca and Lauren, the lovely owners of Lucy Black Entertainment, Um, which is a DC-based talent agency and entertainment agency. And they represent tons of fantastic bands, DJs, and so much more than that. They also um, are supporting the community, which we love. And I've even dubbed what they do on Fridays as Female Founder Friday um, on Instagram because they highlight different women-owned businesses in the DMV and talk about why they're amazing and... Like, it's just, it's super rad. So thank you guys for being here. Thanks for having us. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, thanks you guys for coming in today. And I would ask you how you've been, but we're kind of just continuing our lunch we've been having in the lobby here. (laughs) And um, yeah, I hope that my rosé is as good as the one we were having outside, but who knows? We'll we'll figure it out. Um, So yeah, let's talk about your experience as wedding professionals. Yeah. And, um, and as entrepreneurs. Right, Sarah? Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about on today's episode. And we will also be asking you about um, your experience as married humans. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want to know? Well, let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so how long has Lucy Black... Lucy Black Entertainment been in existence? Um, so we've actually been in business for just over a year. We celebrated our anniversary in August. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. I missed it, and I already got the business for it. <laughs> but they missed the cocktail hour where I was speaking. We did. And they didn't feel nearly as bad about that. No. <laughs> So you guys are based in the DMV, right? Do you have an office? Do you co-work? Do you work out of your house? What, what is that? Well, we actually both have our own office at home, nice. but many times we'll have um, meetings during the week with each other, and usually I go to Lauren's house. So. <laughs> are you guys both in D.C.? Um, I'm in D.C., and Lauren's in Tacoma Park. Okay, perfect. Tacoma yeah. Park, Maryland, for people who don't know. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. Hippy dippy granola land. Yeah. No, shout out to Tacoma Park. Love it. it. (laughs) Um, And so we were talking a little bit about that you were in the industry and then you guys kind of came together and formed your own business. Can you tell us a little bit about how you guys came together? How the, tell us the origin story, the founder story. Oh man, how far back does this story need to go? (laughs) When you were three years old. (laughs) We knew we'd know each other later. (laughs) No, so um, 
I will start at the beginning, but I'll be brief and I'll go fast. I yes. promise. Awesome. So we actually met in college. Uh, Lauren was a freshman. I was a junior or senior? Junior. A junior. Yeah. And she didn't speak to me for a year. And that's fine because <laughs> she ended up marrying the boyfriend she was with then, like 12 years later. Aw. Say that for later. Totally different story. We'll do that <laughs> next time. What school did you guys go to? We went to the University of Memphis. Okay. And so we were right. both viola majors. Mm-hmm. We were in the same viola studio. And we literally became best friends. Like Aww. we were, we would Kinda joke. Insta friends. Yeah, we would joke <laughs> that we were each other's only friend. And there were other people around us, but like we were just that's cute. Always pretty inseparable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess life took us in different directions. I moved up here actually to go to the University of Maryland for my master's. Yep, I'd uh, been in England for my master's, and uh, Rebecca convinced me to move to D.C. actually about wow. uh, five years ago now, yeah. so she's the reason for all of this. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, that's major. On a yeah. whim. Yep. <laughs> no job, no nothing. Just, hey, move to D.C. Okay. I was like, it'll Were be you fun. married then or no? No. Okay. No. Okay, wow. <laughs> yeah. So you're very convincing. I am. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> Well, and it's fun because she moved up here with no job and and really just like wanted to get a, a new direction in life. And um, at the time, I was working for another company, and she ended up actually being my assistant. Funny enough, and I was actually kind of against it from the beginning, but we ended up working really well together. And it's hard as literally best friends, like we're almost like sisters, um, to work together. Yeah. yeah, and we did end up working very very closely. Um, in a leadership position in another company for, I guess, four years. Yeah, I think that's um, And so we knew... In the entertainment? In the entertainment in DC? Yeah, okay. in, uh-huh. the, in the industry. Yeah. And so we knew that we could do this. So when we decided to... Well, I guess I decided to go off on my own. <laughs> and Lauren eventually came with. And uh, we just knew we could do it. And we had a really good relationship. So... About a year and a few months ago, whatever that is now. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Congratulations yeah. to you guys. Thank you. It is, it, it's always scary to start working with your best friend or your family member because it, it can crash and burn. But you guys do have like such a solid relationship at, in and outside of work. It's super fun. I, and I have been continually impressed with that. And I actually was... Um, I knew Rebecca was going off on her own and had secret plans of hoping that Lauren would eventually join her. <laughs> and it's that, true. That was one it was of the... It a tough sell. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the reasons behind the name Lucy Black. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it was really hard coming up with a name for a company because we do music, but it's so much more than music. And... As, as being one of the first female-owned entertainment companies that's really focusing on music, I know there's a few others that do immersive entertainment. I think there's a couple more, maybe in Maryland, that are women-owned music. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's not a lot of us. And so we wanted something really feminine but really strong. And that's hard to do because I think our minds went to music. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we were coming up with lame music terms yeah. and, <laughs> and puns. None of it really, none of it really stuck. And it was yeah. kind of flowery and weddingy, and then we were like, "This is just not us." Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess, uh, truth be told, it was like four in the morning. I had a bottle of wine, and I'm not even kidding. <laughs> great start. It was a great start, and I had been like literally hours of trying to come up with ideas, and we. Um, I was sitting there and I, I looked over on my on a table in my living room and there was a photo of my black lab, Lucy, 
And so I immediately went to like Black Lab Entertainment, but we actually have a dear friend who runs Labrador Entertainment. I was like, that's too close. (laughs) Shout out to Jason Labrador. (laughs) We love him. Um, And I was like, that's not going to, that's not going to work. Like, that's not what we want. And we we really wanted something that was um, feminine. And so I was like, well, Lucy's a fun name. I was like, Lucy Black. Like, hmm. And then I realized, I'm like, that's really a great fit because Lauren has a Chawini named Lulu. And we used to joke, I used to joke that, because Lucy passed in February and she got Lulu in July, July, I think. And so I would joke that she named her in memory of my Lucy. (laughs) So it really does work on a lot of levels. And then Lauren pointed out to me that Lucy Black is LB, Lauren, and Becca, because that's what I go oh, by. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was proud. <laughs> so that's kind of our origin story. I think that was the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that ended up In nice a roundabout and... way. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys have been out on your own for a year. What's, what's the coolest thing about having your own business? Um, I think really just working for yourself, knowing that you can do whatever you want at any time that you want because you're in charge. And obviously we have a partnership. We chat with each other about our ideas and about the different things that we want to do. And, um, you know, that's really, I think, what we found the best. We don't have to answer to anyone except ourselves. Um, And just really the sky's kind of the limit for what we can do with our business and how we want to see it shift and grow. That's great. Well, we want to have world domination. So yes, that is a goal. <laughs> so as we build our empire, it's nice to build something for the yourself. The same answer. Like, <laughs> like, different at all. Okay. It's kind of it's kind of the joke, but no, really. Like like Lauren said, like doing it on your own, but also being able to build something. You know, build something that's ours and build something that um, is really personal. You know, yeah, a yeah. lot of fun. <laughs> So do you guys, you guys obviously have known each other for a while since you went to college together. Do you have a, any funny stories you want to share? If you don't, <laughs> the alternative would be a funny story from working in this industry. Okay. I think the uh, industry story is probably, okay. yeah. I'm like, you threw me with the personal Option story. B, right? <laughs> uh, I'd have to, I saw panic and fear. I'd have, to have more rosé. <laughs> I'll circle back to that in my portion of the questions. Uh-oh, you guys are dead. <laughs> I think one of the funniest things we've ever seen, um, we actually, and, and truth be told, we were not on site, but um, a band that we worked with um, several years ago, they were at a holiday party, and we started getting this, because they would put us on a group text, and it was quite honestly like the funniest thing ever. I love being on their group text. <laughs> and they started sending me like dancing emojis and poop emojis. <laughs> and, and we were like, what is happening? They're just blowing up our phones. <laughs> blowing, like literally blowing up our phones. And then finally our sound engineer stepped in and was like telling us what happened is, I guess, a disgruntled employee. With- uh, yeah, disgruntled ex-employee potentially had been fired recently. This was a holiday party and she was angry so came into the party and decided that she wanted to go number two on the dance floor (laughs) in the middle of the party company (laughs) was she wearing a dress or a skirt she was wearing a dress from what we understand and what's funnier is she popped a squat got kicked out changed and came back wow (laughs) 
That's she was dedication. Really motivated. The band. Were people was, like, was it in the middle? Was were people like dancing and so, already into the party, or was it right in the beginning? I think it was in towards the beginning because from wow. what we understood, the dance floor was not packed. So yet. she didn't want the party to happen. I have uh, no it's idea. It's hard to say. <laughs> we think there might have been alcohol involved. I probably, don't know. Probably lots of it um, and a lot of anger. Did anyone slip? No, no. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure the band was the one who flagged it. And like oh. they were the oh ones who God. like made sure that it got cleaned up and no one stepped in it. Oh. Because oh no one was God. really on the dance floor yet. But like how, how, like. You can't what? make this stuff up. You, I mean, really like, cannot. It's kind of like one of those moments I'm like, if they had not sent me a photo, which I was not super happy about, <laughs> but at the same time, like, I saw a photo and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This did not actually happen. I, Only in Washington, D.C. <laughs> this is real revenge. Very classy. It was so funny. Like, oh, my goodness. that yeah. That's like, I have... I've heard of a lot of things. As many of you know, I used to be a teacher. <laughs> there, there were a lot of things that happened at homecomings and proms. I'll bet. Chairs had to be removed from the cafeteria for homecoming after <laughs> one of my former students gave a whole line of people lap dances. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Classic. And there were, there were a couple other things, like people doing it on the dance floor. Oh, what wow. grades? High school. Oh, Lovely. Um, Lovely. Wow. Yes. Yes. So, uh, but I, so I can kind of picture how this could happen and people <laughs> might not notice. The grown adults. No, I, I think it's true. Except I think, it's an adult. Yeah. Not, not a 16 year old. Well, and the layout of the space, because all the event people listening are probably thinking, what the heck? Because of the layout... <laughs> Everyone was kind of on one side of the room doing the cocktail thing, and right. the band That's was. That's what I was wondering. You know, about. some How low lighting, perhaps. <laughs> right, <laughs> and the mood. and the band was definitely on the other side of the room, but playing. You know, they were trying to like still set the yeah. mood, but yeah. they weren't full dance Make party yet. Make things work. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So people were really on the other side of the room, and like this. That's just what goes through one's head. I, <laughs> you know. There has to be a wiping question here. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I just so moving on. <laughs> so you guys, she's gonna keep us clean here. Yeah, I can sense it already. We're gonna move it along. She <laughs> keeps me in line. <laughs> so you guys, um, it sounds wonderful, right? Like you came out of another company, so you had you had experience, and you guys had a good relationship, so you had some history, so you had a lot of things going for you. But what have the challenges been? Like, what have some of the challenges been of setting up your own business, especially that you're women? Yeah. And it's kind of male-dominated <laughs> industry. I mean... The music portion, yeah, for sure. Everything sort of is, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, but there are a lot of wedding parts that are not, so specifically in music. the music industry. Exactly. Because yeah. obviously most wedding planners are typically females, which people are drawn to, and there, there's a whole um, kind of club there. Um, whereas the music entertainment side, as we said, mostly male. So us being female, kind of trying to forge our own path, and, um, you know, show everyone that there's a different way of doing things. Um, I, we've received a lot of really positive response in that respect, um, which has been great for us in our business. Um, but that's definitely something that we've sort of had to overcome um, with all of the 
sort of old school, if you will, um, types that are already in this industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think being women is, it's a challenge in that I think people don't necessarily take you seriously at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the people who know us do. I mean, that's, that's definitely a given. Yeah. But, um, you know, and I think there's a, a level of respect, but I also think it's like, do you really know what you're doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, you know, maybe that's because we're new, but sometimes it feels like because we're women. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not going to put, you know, words in anyone's mouth. But, right. Um, right. We see it as a strength. So yeah. that's great. And we've definitely felt, you know, I've been feeling it for the past probably five years. There's a big shift in our industry right now, not just entertainment, but in the wedding industry in general, about how people perceive things, how people do things, but even our consumer, how people buy things, right. you know, and we've seen the wedding planners shift probably the most. And it's definitely been later to trickle into the music side of things. Yeah. Interesting. And photography is pretty much split yeah. in a very interesting way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for me, I didn't care the gender of my photographer at all. I wanted the photos, but um, we have had some people who have been like, oh, well, I only want a female because I have to get dressed in front of them. Oh, interesting. Or we've had couples who have been like, so is there a male on your team because they're probably more like fun and jovial? And I'm like, no, I'm the fun, jovial one. (laughs) Have you met me? (laughs) I really don't know you. (laughs) Um, But it is interesting how the... In the wedding industry, there has been such a shift in a lot of places. And in photography, it's one of, it's kind of a place where people play equally. Whereas in, it's definitely male dominated in your industry. I think the other thing that's interesting about the music side is there are, I mean, there's a lot of musicians in town. There's a lot of bands in town. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent talent. in town. But there's, there's major players in the agent world, if you will. And historically, I think most agencies are, are larger, and, and not, not across the board, but in general, that's kind of the model of having a ton of bands and a ton of options. And so one thing we've strived to do is instead of you coming to us and saying your date and your budget and we just show you what we have, um, we really do try and, and help do the research for you. So I might pull from a lot of these agencies' bands, but I'm going to look at 50 videos to show you one band and we're also trying really hard to find the independent teams that maybe aren't with any agencies. And I think that's something that's um, it's kind of on the rise, I think, I love is, that. is that's these independent really cool. teams. And these musicians who are kind of taking a hold of what they do and saying, you know, this is what we want to do and how we want to do it. Well, I think as musicians ourselves, we are more drawn to that because we yeah. feel for them and we understand them and want to help them. Right. It's just yeah. like the, the college athletes, right, are getting to own their own image and make money younger. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, if you're good, you're probably good at, you know, younger, older. So yeah. it's just a matter of, you know, if somebody wants to take you on, then great. If they don't, your talent should be enough to get you noticed and get you working. Exactly. Yeah. And it's been fun because we've gotten to expand just who we know. And then by knowing certain musicians, certain singers, certain people, they are, want to introduce us to other people. And it's been yeah. really cool finding new talent or people who have been in agency bands who are now looking to, you know, forge their own way, which is fun. I love it. So you guys are like 
showing the model to your clients of because you're doing it's like Jerry Maguire. You're like <laughs> breaking off into your own and you're showing them like, hey, you know, do it on your own way. So I don't know how Jerry Maguire came into this, but I think we might need to take a break. That sounds good. I I think uh, Rebecca You had me at hello, Sarah. <laughs> I love it. We will see you guys back in a few minutes. We are back. Um, so Steph appropriately terrified them during the break about my portion of this podcast. <laughs> and Clouseau actually got up from his little nap and came over to participate in this. So um, from his little um, can I nap until the weekend blanket that he brings with him wherever he goes. <laughs> All right, ladies, let's talk about your weddings. Let's do it. <laughs> because I know they were both super different. They and um, I, you both were at each other's, which is also super fun. I, Sadly, I actually was not at Rebecca's I wedding. I was making an assumption. It was so sad. No, it was, <laughs> it was super sad. This is what happens when you assume, guys. I know. She was supposed to be, but life did not make it happen. <laughs> oh, man. I would ask the story, but you're not offering it, so I won't. No. I'll start off easy. <laughs> That's for more rosé, Sarah. <laughs> we can talk about Rebecca's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're talking about both of us. So <laughs> neither of you are off the hook. Um, so what, if anything, would you change about your wedding day? I think we both actually said hilariously that we would have hired a planner. Yeah. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And I even got married at a time where I had already been in the industry for a little while and I still didn't because and I just... And for the record, <laughs> I tried to make her hire she one. Because I, I remember like, you telling me that. Yes. And I was like, I have some recommendations. Let me introduce you to people. Well, and I had so many planner friends who I know would have done an amazing job. And I think because I had already had my wedding and I knew, oh my gosh, if I had not had the caterer I had... There's, there's still so many things that didn't go how I wanted, and you just don't know how much there is. And so, like, literally, when, when Lauren and I started this, we were like, how can we convince all of our clients to get a planner? Right. Um, because it's so important, and they don't it realize is. that, like, it's not just going to make their day easier. It makes all of the partners on the team have an yeah. easier day. It just, well, if you have a good and qualified <laughs> professional 
planner. Experience. I will, I will say that very specifically. As opposed to <laughs> your neighbor who planned their own wedding. Angie's list. Or? So I, I can't speak to Angie's list. Susie <laughs> Q down the street. And we have worked with them. And it is a nightmare. <laughs> so don't make my life harder. <laughs> Not Angie's list, just yeah, to be clear. Angie. We're just joking. <laughs> We're just joking. Yeah. Um, yeah, your neighbor down the street, always a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Also tends to drink on the job, mm-hmm. as I've noticed in my wedding experience, That's which so funny. starts to get kind of unwind the night a little bit faster than you want the night to unwind. We, we drink on the job, just to be clear. I mean, <laughs> I drink on the podcasting not, job yeah, and the district list job. <laughs> But I I do not drink when I'm photographing because my eyes have to read that meter. And if there is any blurriness, it is going to be a problem. And you know what's funny is we we try so hard to help our musicians see like why we don't let them drink. Yeah. But it's funny because they're used to doing bar gigs or like jazz gigs where drinking is very appropriate and it's fine. And I'm like, you don't get it. Like, I don't care that the client offered you alcohol. Just don't drink it. Drink it afterwards. Mm -hmm. It's just five hours. (laughs) Yeah, but but you can, you know, at the end of the night, like, feel free to sit down and have a glass of wine. I'm sure there's something left over. Oh, we don't even let them do that, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know when I, when we worked together for the um, couple social that we had um, with District Bliss, they, I was like, you guys can let them have wine. I know that you... We did bend the rules that day. I know. <laughs> Musicians I know. love to get a tip, though, and not they be do. paid in alcohol. And that's like a thing that happens sometimes. It and is. And so it's like, oh. Like, you can yeah. drink on the job, but then we're not going to tip you. <laughs> I totally get that. Yeah. Um, but yes, going back to planners, that was like, if I didn't have a planner, my day would have been horrible. And when we interviewed Vanessa Young from Little Black Book last we week on the... Her, by the way. She's, she's awesome. so lovely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our last wedding dish episode, um, she was talking about there were there was like a situation where chairs didn't show up, but the tables showed up and she had to like fast track calling in chairs. And you just don't anticipate that kind of thing. That's just mm-hmm. not. No. I mean, it's like what happened at my wedding, which I also mentioned the <laughs> caterer saying that my guests had to bust the tables. <laughs> Oh Which, my. when oh my I gosh. say my guests, there were 17 guests at my wedding, 19 <laughs> total people. And the, part of them were like my 75-year-old, well, I mean now, dad and mom. And, and Philippe's mom is the same age. So, like, they shouldn't be busting any tables. Come on, no. get out of no, here. Sir. Well, and it's even like, and I'm not trying to to get off my wedding but like with Lauren's wedding so I was her I was her maid of honor my wedding was amazing it was awesome it actually it was it was an awesome wedding but it was and you small. both looked beautiful thank you <laughs> but her wedding we had um a special musical guest that she had brought in to surprise her husband and she was super clear with the catering team that it was like one song and then get out dinner well they didn't come out with dinner so I jump up and go back to the kitchen and I was like, and of course, like I'm the maid of honor, which is awkward because they don't realize that we're in the event. I was like this. Oh my gosh. I love this scene. Because, well, and I, I did ask permission because I was like, Lauren, like looking at my watch. Like, and literally that was one of the things that my now husband, he hates most about weddings when the entree takes forever. You're yeah. sitting in the reception. Yeah. You're like, what's going on? You can't on? get a drink. There were, there were just a couple of tiny things that were like this 
we don't want this to happen at our wedding. And then it happened. And I was like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> I literally, well, and I ran back there and they're standing there and they were like, well, we were told after the performance. And I was like, no, look at your timeline. You were told one oh, song, no. get the entrees out right now. Like I'm like yelling at the wait staff. <laughs> they didn't know who I was. <laughs> they're like, okay. that's a really aggressive made up. <laughs> She really knows that timeline. <laughs> I decided that after that, I should really actually be a professional maid of honor. Like, I will be yeah. your maid of honor, and yeah. I will tackle someone. I almost tackled an old woman her wedding day, too. Oh. Different story. Oh, it's when, you're, when your dress broke oh. before the ceremony. And we I was, need this story. Well, her, the strap on her dress popped before the oh, ceremony. No. Right before. Like, literally, we're, like, getting ready to go and stage for the ceremony. Uh. So I didn't have my sewing kit because I was the maid of honor, but I had it upstairs. So I'm like tackling people to get to the elevator. And literally like there was this woman, I think she had a cane, no walkers. (laughs) And I like tried really hard to like get past her fast without knocking her over. But actually, the, the hotel yes, saved the day. Yes, they did come through. She saved the day, and she sewed up her dress. She did. Well, she came with the kit. My mom, my mom is a seamstress, and she sewed it up. Wow. She yep. had the kit. Yep. Oh and the gosh. elevator took forever. Mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't save the day that yep. time. She That's had the kit. That's so great. I love it. <laughs> but the old lady stayed on her feet and came. Ish. <laughs> it was one of those, like, wobble kind of moments. Oh did she, like, spin around like a cartoon? <laughs> I so wish. It was more of like you breeze past someone and they like lose their balance. <laughs> I like wish, jostled. I know these gesticulations are not coming through on on the air, but yeah. it's okay. <laughs> I mean, just imagine someone spinning around in the whoop 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 thing. Yeah, you were a linebacker. Yeah, she's like, all right. <laughs> the drag from Rebecca running by her <laughs> made her spin in circles. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, how did you guys end up? Um, choosing your wedding vendors. I know, Lauren, you weren't in the industry yet, but Rebecca, you were in the industry. Other way around. Ah. (laughs) So I was in the industry, but I had just been doing, um, like when I did weddings, I had mostly been doing ceremony and cocktail hour music. So I wasn't, like I knew a couple of planners and I knew a couple of people, but I I didn't know them like we do now. Um, Not super well. Yeah, it was not the same and in 2009, Google was also not the same. <laughs> no. So, but that's kind of how I found mine. That's short and sweet. Mm-hmm. And if their photos sucked, I moved on. I didn't even. You know, honestly, that is absolutely the way that I went through yes. ours too. And that's also why we always share our photos with all of our vendors, which we greatly appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> we have some great photos of your vent, your uh, some of your bands. Oh, we do actually. We do. <laughs> I've been putting them on our social media this week I on noticed. the Wedding Dish podcast. <laughs> That's at the Wedding Dish podcast. At the Wedding Dish podcast. <laughs> on Instagram. Thanks, guys. Follow us. <laughs> Stephanie's always there for helping me out on those. <laughs> That's why she's the producer and not the co-host, which is she, she's, is still holding on to thinking she's not our co-host. <laughs> I mean, I'm convinced. <laughs> Lauren, what about you? Um, So I actually, most of my vendors were either recommendations or friends. 
that I had already had in the industry. So that was really, really helpful. Um, my venue, I actually hadn't heard of, but I received the recommendation from another person who I, I'd gone to them, asked about their venue, was way out of our budget. They said, hey, why don't you try this? And I, it was perfect. You know, our wedding was 50 people. Well, it wasn't even 50. Um, it was very small, oh, very intimate. Oh, I didn't know it was that small. And yeah. Where, my, were, where were both of your venues? So mine was um, the Mason and Rook. It's a Kempton property in Logan Circle. Okay. And oh. I was at Oxon Hill Manor. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So my husband has basically two best friends, and they're like the three musketeers, and those, those are the only people he needs. <laughs> that's, that's it. They're adorable. They've been friends since college. And so having a huge full-blown thing is not, it's not really our thing. And then obviously I have Rebecca, and then I had another good friend of mine. And, you know, his family is smaller. Mine is huge. Um, and it was actually my second wedding, so it wasn't it wasn't a huge huge to do. So it was just really nice and intimate, and really had all the things that we wanted, which is Beautiful. so important. Yeah. yeah. And I know Rebecca, you were set on not doing a hotel. So that's what's so funny now is that like I really was. I was like, we're in D.C. Let's have a really cool property, and like I had a lot of family coming in from out of town. And I love history. Like, those of you who know me know I'm a huge nerd. Yeah, it's okay. Me too. I will hold that as a banner. I mean, it's, um, a, it's a cool nerd. <laughs> it's a good we'll, look. We'll pretend that's true. Um, <laughs> like a real nerd, a cool nerd. Uh, <laughs> but it's funny because I really did want something unique. And I found Oxen Hill Manor. I had never heard of it. And now, of course, I've seen it all the time. It's a beautiful property. It's small, so we had only 100 people for a seated dinner private. Is that in Maryland? It is. Yeah, okay. It's it's near the um, National Harbor. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, it's historic. I think it was like George Washington's nephew or something. Yeah, something like that. His house. Okay. Yeah, it's super cute. And so in wanting that, I wanted the character, so I didn't have a lot of florals, I didn't have any decor. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is then you have to bring in everything. And Mm. I really didn't. I really didn't understand what that meant. Like, I, I, in my head, knew that that's what I had to do. But then when I, the execution happened, <laughs> and now that we've been doing this on a completely different level, like being at hotels, there's just something to be said about being at a venue. It doesn't even have to be a hotel, but a venue that has a kitchen, a venue that has tables and chairs, and a certified bartender. You know, like, Wi-Fi. those are things you don't all Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> You don't always think about, but I mean, I still wouldn't have changed it. I loved our venue and the caterer we worked with, which I don't even remember now. It's not someone I've run across since I've been on our own. I should look them up. Um, <laughs> but they were amazing and they actually saved our day across the board, which Aww, is great. That's nice. It really, like, they were amazing. Um, we'll give them a shout out on our blog when you figure out who yeah. it was. <laughs> it was. It was something on L Street. I don't even know if they, like it was oh. literally on L is what their name was. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. It's like Elizabeth on L? Yeah. Is that right? Something like that. Or like Liz, like Eliza on L. Something. Terrible. I think it might We're be terrible. Elizabeth on L. Check the blog. Yeah. We'll if figure it out. If you're listening, yeah. tell us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but like. Always We're feel free to correct us. I know. <laughs> and Help. really, like the woman who took charge, and I know she had left after because she asked me for a recommendation because, you know, she was doing her own thing, but she was I mean, from start to finish, this team was amazing. And That's they, so awesome. they helped us in ways that I didn't foresee and looking back like was not their job. Like emotional support or coordination? Coordination. Coordination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were the ones who were like, oh, you know you have to have oh, a seating great. chart and a floor plan and a timeline. And I was like, mm-hmm. meh. 
logistics sure. execution, mm-hmm. which were now really our strong really suits. Good. But like at the time I was like, I, I knew the basic timeline, but what do you mean I have to have a time they have to pour champagne? Oh yeah, toast. And like, what did you guys want for music at your weddings? So I, you said you had a special, a special guest. She did. I did. So I had a, I had a couple of things. I obviously, I'm a string player. So is Rebecca. We're both violists. So having a string quartet was super important to me for the um, ceremony and the cocktail hour. And I really enjoy all kinds of music. Um, I think it's super fun on strings when they do pop music. And so I sort of had this whole um, orchestrated musical timeline that I had in my head for the entire ceremony. I actually had arrangements that were exact um, lengths of time for each section of people walking wow. down the aisle. So for cute. myself, it was awesome. the the song that played before the processional even started. Um, and her, it, her husband cried. It all worked, yeah, because my husband <gasps> cried. It was the best. <laughs> of course, I was crying the whole time. So. <laughs> she was. <laughs> I couldn't. The whole engagement. Let's be honest. <laughs> and um, so, and then I I knew I wanted to create something really special. For my husband during the wedding itself, I wanted to surprise him with something. So he had kind of like a life anthem um, Bonnie Bear song. And I knew an artist that I felt would be really amazing. Um, shout out Justin Trawick. Uh, <laughs> I had him uh, do a cover of that song. And that was the artist we were talking about earlier who was performing during dinner. And then we said, hey, bring the entrees out after that first song. Um, yeah, that was that part. <laughs> Wait, what was the song again? Um, so the song is actually called uh, Stacks. Um, well... R-E dash sucks. Okay. Um, but it's it's kind of, it's an interesting song and the, the lyrics are also interesting, but my husband has been through a lot in his life and that was just something that he always, no matter what was happening, that was something that he has loved and listened to. And, and who's who sing, who's the artist? Bonnie Vare. Bonnie Vare. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Okay. We <laughs> might have to put that up on the blog. Yeah, we may have to link to that. It's, it's I lo- I'm crying beautiful. right now. I just Aww. need to cry. Yeah, that's so beautiful. <laughs> so then I, you know, that was really exciting to be able to surprise him with that. And obviously it was a music thing that was going to be my surprise mm-hmm. as a musician. Um, he works in law administration for the government. So he's like opposite. Um, <laughs> and then we had a DJ just to play, you know, all of the fun new stuff that I like during the reception. You know, it was smaller. So... Um, a band wasn't really something that we were going to be able to do, um, even though that would have been amazing. <laughs> I did look into it. So I had plans to surprise her with she a band. Did. I actually had a band. You have plans. I, <laughs> Always. I Always. literally, I, I do. And I had a band um, that I had talked to every single musician and I had basically put them on hold. And I was like, look, obviously, if you get booked for a wedding that day, you know, we won't make this happen. But um they did end up getting booked that day. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so sad. Like, we were super excited. They had plans of how they were going to come in and surprise her and, like, oh, how we would hide sweet. the drum kit. And, like, it was it was, it was was an orchestration. Yeah. But, of course, then day of, I was like, it never would have worked. <laughs> but the DJ was, was also a friend. Awesome. And he, the total vibe of him gels with what I love. And it was, it was amazing. It was absolutely perfect. And did you have the band at your wedding? Yeah. So we actually, it's funny because, as she mentioned, as we're string players, because and that was my thing. I didn't so have any John. strings. Yes, John's a double bass player. Rebecca's husband. Oh, and wow. electric bass. So oh, cool. that's how we met. Was Which in is orchestra. super fun, by the way. I watched him like play like the big stand-up bass upright, and then yeah. play like the... Uh, yeah, upright. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then the electric bass and like switch him out. It was so fun to watch that happen. So fun. He's pretty awesome. He is. Bass yeah. players um, are awesome. Shout out to bass players. <laughs> Well, also, shout out to John, who is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, and what's funny about it all is that, like, we did not, well, I shouldn't say we, I did not want strings at our wedding. Like, I just didn't. And um, back to being a music nerd, we have a friend who's a concert pianist. And so we basically created a concert. And um, his wife was our pseudo planner. Like, she's amazing, (laughs) even though she's not a planner at all. Um, But he, like, literally, like, we orchestrated it that he played, you know, Beethoven. And I came into Debussy, but not for, like, a minute. And my on-site coordinator at the church, not a professional wedding planner. Yeah. Side note. Not the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) She was furious with me. She's like, you can't do that. I was like, actually, I can. It's my wedding. Oh, my gosh. Like, watch me. We're about to do that. (laughs) I'm sitting with three redheads, and they know what they want. (laughs) They know what they want. It's true. But it was awesome, because it was like a mini concert. and And, like... He asked me what That's we wanted. Amazing. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah. And he was like, what do you want for the recessional? I'm like, well, what are you working on? And oh. he did um, he did some Haydn concerto. And it was like a variation. So he started at the most insane, awesome variation for us to end. And then he, I was like, just do what you want. Like, just, just, just be awesome. I love it. But then for <laughs> our band, awesome. uh, we did love actually it. have a band um, that I put together with all of my friends. And I really didn't think it through because I was like, oh, we're not really big dancers. You know, I love music, but I'm not going to really dance. I used to swing dance, but it's not the same. Forgetting that I have friends who are professional dancers. Mm -hmm. So everyone danced. It was like hilarious because we didn't really have a vocalist. It was literally like a jazz band that was playing. That's kind of fun. Fun music all night. (laughs) We had like old DC. It was very fun. And like the group was just good friends they were people we love and I still use them beautiful (laughs) yeah we had a good time that is so so perfect yeah I love it It that's perfect for you yeah (laughs) so uh what advice would you offer to engaged couples other than hiring a wedding planner because (laughs) we all know (laughs) yes and I also am a huge advocate of that as you know Um, as married humans and wedding professionals in the D.C. area? Um, I think do your research. Um, There are so many options out there. And in this world of um, so many people working for themselves, so many entrepreneurs out there who are amazing at what they do, but maybe not as well known as other larger companies, just really do your research, scout things out, um, ask for referrals, ask for recommendations, talk to your friends who have gotten married maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing to think about is, like, really what's important, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's shifting in a big way. Like, we're, we're getting millennials. It's kind of the end of the millennial right. buying season, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And Gen Z's coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are really going back to what's, what's the most important thing. And we've seen people freak out. I mean, I saw a bride freak out because her flowers were the wrong shade of pink. <laughs> And I was just like, I was probably like 19 or 20 at the time. And I'm just sitting there going, really? This is what you're upset about? And I get now, emotions are high. There's lots (laughs) going on. And it probably was not about the flowers. (laughs) And I get that. It never is. But, you know, really being able to embrace what's important and that you're marrying your best friend. And yeah, something's going to go wrong. It will go wrong. It's not if. It will. And so how does your team handle it? If you have a team of professionals... They're going to probably not let you know something happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You probably won't notice. That's the goal. That's the that goal. you don't know that that happened. Right. And then focusing on, like, where do you invest your energy and time? Like, how is that 
going to come through in your day. And at the end of the day, you married the right person. You like, married. Like, that's really the most important <laughs> thing. Like, the marriage, right? Yeah. We hear that from all of our guests. Yeah. We hear the same exact thing, that something's going to go wrong. So, yep. our, to our listeners, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It just will. Something's going to go wrong. It's <laughs> but it'll how be life fine. happens. <laughs> right, exactly. It will be fine. Yeah. yeah. And it'll be perfect, and it'll be you. And usually when something goes wrong then it's the kind of thing that becomes a funny story later. Exactly. Right. It's the highlight. Even if it is that someone took a shit on the dance floor. God, I hope that doesn't happen at a wedding. I hope so, too. <laughs> well, guys, we are going to wrap this up. Um, do not forget to send us your haunted Halloween listener stories because that's our next week. And Steph already has her costume. I have not gotten mine yet. She said that I intimidated her into feeling like she had to buy hers immediately. So I'm super excited to see what she's doing. And I'm super excited to see what I'm going to come up with because who knows? Um, But uh, thank you guys so much for being here. Lucy Black Entertainment, Rebecca and Lauren, or Becca and Lauren. I still call you Rebecca. I don't know why. Most people do, actually. And you guys, where can people find you? Where's uh, Lucy Black Entertainment? What's your website? Yeah, it's LucyBlackEntertainment.com. Super simple. Okay, perfect. Um, on social media, it's Lucy Black ENT. On Instagram? Instagram? And on Facebook, yeah. Okay, perfect. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys and we're trying to get to 1,000 followers. Help us out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys. We're so close. Them. <laughs> Subscribe, like, not only to The Wedding Dish, but also to Lucy Black Entertainment. <laughs> and please subscribe to our podcast um, on your preferred podcast listening platform. Yes, and follow us at theweddingdishpodcast.com on Instagram um, and on Facebook. But also, um, don't forget, we have a new website. So we'll have these guys on the blog. We will have some photos of Lauren dancing like a crazy lady on (laughs) (laughs) from the wedding that I photographed that she referred photos from the Hardy to. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are going up. You will enjoy that. They're so cute. Um, And from each of your weddings, if you guys will please send those over. And we'll have some other fun stuff on there, too, um, on the blog later today. Um, And tune in next week for our Halloween episode of The Wedding Dish. Yay. Thanks so much, you guys. We really enjoyed chatting with you today. It was super fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. See you next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at FullServiceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.